0: Happy Friday. This is your first listen on the Women Lynn podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization dedicated to uplifting and empowerment through support and networking. Uh, we do so many different things like group community service, motivational podcasts like this one, webinars, seminars, workshops you name it, we have it. Um, if this isn't your first listen on the Woman podcast, welcome back, sis. We have more gems to drop. Um, if you haven't listened to our podcast in the past, I do updates on everything that we're doing in the beginning of all of our episodes so basically we have the woman of Lynn workshop networking 101 coming up on September 1st and we only have three tickets left so go ahead and get those um, the link is womanoflind.org slash upcoming dash workshops um, we also have our bosses mean business casual drive um, until September 17th so if you have any business um, clothes that you want to donate to us so that we may give them back to women in need then please do um, what else we have a slew of collaborations to throughout the month and speaking engagements throughout the year um you can follow all of that on our instagram page and yeah So this episode is entitled "Trust Your Gut When Following Your Passion" because oftentimes, as entrepreneurs or people in general, we never really trust our guts when it comes to our passion and when it comes to you know following our dreams and our goals, we go with you know what would what would look okay or what would people think, and we don't go with how we really feel. So I wanted a person on this episode, a girl boss on this episode that could relate to this topic, and I've been following her a while on social media um, for a few years now. And her journey has been so commendable and so amazing. She literally, she's from here. She's from Maryland, where we're based. And she moved out to LA to chase her dreams um, regarding her passion. And I just thought it was so inspiring. And to have her on this episode is completely rewarding. So please welcome Tony Wilmot, everybody.
1: Um, my name is Toni Wilmot. Um, I'm 22 years old. Uh, I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, I grew up... I'm a little bit in D.C., um, my early childhood, but I'm from Silver Spring. I went to Catholic University for um, psychology and fashion marketing. So just a little bit about myself. I'm a fashion stylist, fashion blogger, and a uh, content creator. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's a lot in one, but um, yeah, so I... I started fashion blogging in 2016. Um, I started fashion blogging on Instagram, and I had a website and everything. It's under construction right now. but um, And I started fashion blogging, and I really got into it. Um, I think I've always kind of had a passion for fashion, but, like, it was just very, like, muted as a child. Like, I always felt like I couldn't pursue a career, a career in it. Um, so, I like for the longest I was like I'm gonna be a lawyer I'm gonna go to law school I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this um and then when I got to college it all kind of like shifted (laughs) I I was just like I do not want to sit up in a courtroom and like argue a case in front of a judge like that's just not me Mm -hmm. and I always kind of felt you know more on the creative side I think college really helped me find myself and kind of get back to what I loved as a child, like I used to play with brass dolls, I used to play with Barbies, I used to like cut up pieces of clothes and and play with them and and put together outfits and stuff. Like that was always what I loved, um, and I used to like read Teen Vogue and Vogue and Essence and um, a lot of fashion magazines. And as a child, so you know ultimately like when I got to college I figured out that that's what I wanted to do I wanted to do fashion styling mm-hmm. I wanted to pursue that full force I started kind of experimenting and and styling models and doing creative shoots and editorial shoots and I really loved it and I was like okay I'm gonna pr- pursue this full force. but like I was still in school so I wanted to finish school I wanted to get my degree and stuff. But, like, I would skip class and I would do shoots. <laughs> or I would do, like, blogging and stuff. Like, I would just kind of balance the time. Um, I also, like, worked in retail, too, part-time while I was in school. So um, it was a lot of, like, just consistency with uh, blogging. And I had a lot of fashion bloggers that I looked up to, too. Um, so that kind of, I got started, like my career a little bit like my passion mm-hmm. um so once i finished college i kind of um i was like in a weird place like i just didn't know what was my next move um i decided to take a year off mm-hmm. and i wanted to travel so i traveled a little bit i tried to figure out like what i wanted to do like where where was my next step like i know that i really really love fashion and i know that i really really love styling like okay, what can I do with it? Where can I go? Um, So I basically took that year off and explored, you know, I explored fashion. I explored countries. And I talked to people. I didn't just, like, take that year off and kind of get comfortable. I kind of just was just figuring out, like, okay, what's the next move? What's the next move? So in that year, it was hard. I, like, was really sad a lot. I felt kind of... Like, I'm not very motivated. I felt kind of stuck. I just didn't feel like I was where I was supposed to be. Um, And Maryland, I really love Maryland. I feel like Maryland is my home. Um, But it just didn't feel like the right fit for what I wanted to do. Um, And I felt like I had a lot of friends that were like, well, what are you gonna do? Like, you could go to New York, you could do this. And I didn't really feel like New York was me either. So I kind of just, I just applied to jobs in New York, though. I still did that, like, fashion jobs. I applied to fashion jobs in L.A. Um, and, and London, because London is, like, one of my favorite cities. So I applied for a lot of um, creative jobs, like, stylist, creative content, social media, and I got rejected. Like, I feel like after oh, college, wow. it's such, yeah, it's such a hard period because, like, especially because my degree was in psychology, like, for me, I would still have to go into like go to grad school or go to like go like further my education basically if I wanted to get um a salary or a higher paying job and then a lot of these jobs that are creative it's either you have to kind of know someone or like even if they show you their portfolio it's like okay well are you physically here to have an interview so that kind of was hard for me too but um you know I kept I kept pushing and then um, I think in January I was just like really really kind of fed up with everything like I felt like it was a period in my life where a lot of things were just kind of like just like not working out like it was just a lot (laughs) so then I got this opportunity to intern for a celebrity stylist and I applied for it and I got the internship and I was like Bouncing off the walls, I was so excited. Um, the celebrity stylist, his name is Law Roach. He's um, very well known for styling Zendaya and um, Ariana Grande and Tiffany Haddish. Haddish, sorry. So I was really excited. I really look up to him. He's very, very inspirational. He's an amazing creative. He's very inclusive. Um, and overall, he's just a great person to work for. He's very humble. He's kind of hard. He's a little difficult, but <laughs> I've learned so much in my, and you know, I've been working for him for about three months. Um, and the internship is based in LA. So that's kind of like why I moved. Mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to move to Los Angeles just because I, I love the city and that's kind of like where I saw myself settling down and, and getting into my career and, um, I knew that I wanted to do like fashion styling and wardrobe styling and celebrity styling. Mm-hmm. So I feel like LA is that's it's the perfect place for it. Um, so that's kind of like I was like, okay, well I'm gonna this is internship. Like I got all these no's and this is the yes that I get. Like I sh- I have to go. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a sign from God. So um, it was hard like moving to a new state and moving across the country was very hard. I think at that time, I I had maybe, like, I had just bought a car. So I was okay. But I had just, I probably only had, like, a, like $2,000 in my savings. I didn't really have oh, a lot. Wow. So I kind of just, like, I just literally got up and left. Like, that's, I mean, I got my internship um, in I got the yes in March, I think. And then I plan to start in May, like middle of May, end of May. Mm-hmm. So I had like literally like maybe two months or a month and a half. I want to say like a good two months to like prepare to move. Um, and that was hard. Ooh. <laughs> that was so hard. Like I had to find like apartments, housing. I had to find like figure out how I was going to transport my car like um, all my, it was hard that's was hard. crazy yeah it was hard and I've like told my parents like hey I just got this internship into LA I'm moving and they're like what <laughs> yeah they're probably like huh what you mean they're like what like I mean I feel like my mom and my brother have been so supportive of mm-hmm. this movement definitely my dad and my stepmom for sure but I know like when I first told them they were like what <laughs> um so it was hard it was so hard um And I, there was times where I was crying. I felt like, oh my God, I'm not going to go. Like, it just felt like, like, it was hard finding housing because, again, like, you have to get approved for apartments. So I kind of went the back way. Um, So there was, like, Facebook housing groups that um, my friend sent me and I added myself to them. And, you know, I would contact landlord contact roommates if they need another roommate and stuff like that and I found like the perfect one and it's kind of hard because you have to be really careful because people can be like scammers on there and oh stuff. yeah so I was just like okay I can't really physically see the place but I had friends that were out here already mm-hmm. and they were like hey we can go check it out and see if it's legit uh, but luckily I was able to find like stuff through um, the colleges that are here or, like, people that go to the colleges here, so it's a little bit more legit. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, like, college students just trying to find people to sub or, or lease their their spot when they go back home or when they leave. Right. So I was blessed to find that, and it was really cheap. L.A. super expensive, Um, but, you know, I found something that worked for me, and I kind of quit my job back home, and I was, like, unemployed mm. for, like, a month. Yeah, so I had to save, I had, like, I had already saved, like, three months' rent. Mm -hmm. So I had, like, a good cushion in case I needed it until I found a a job because my internship's not, it's unpaid. So that was hard. Um, And I found a job, you know, within a month, which was good. But it was very, like, you know... Difficult. Big risk. Yeah, it was a big, it was difficult, but I felt like it was a big risk. Like, Mm -hmm. it was hard, um, you know, and I just kind of, like, I know some people that, like, I've read articles, you know, before I moved, that people would come here with $200 or, like, $300 in their account. And I'm, like, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. I, like, had, you know, a decent amount, but still, like, it it was hard. And I went through a period of, like, okay, like, what, what am I doing? You know, why am I here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my internship was really hard in the beginning. And then I started to really get the experience and, and really learn, which really helped me. And really, I saw kind of like, okay, I kind of saw like the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. because like moving here, it's so different from, from, from Maryland. It's so different. The people are, are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was here by myself. Like I left like my, my friends, my close friends, my family so that was like the biggest thing too is 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 battling that isolation but Mm -hmm. I felt like I needed I felt like I needed that you know because I I felt like I did need to grow up a little bit and really really like take myself out of Maryland where I'm comfortable absolutely and where I feel safe and really put myself kind of like in the wilderness like in LA right and really get to learn about myself and 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 learn about like you know, why I'm here, my passion, and I think the fact that I want this so bad, I think that drove me out here, too, is that, like, I I felt like I had nothing to lose, you know, and I think that, I think, like, when you're in that place of, like, you're hungry and you want it, and and you don't see anything else but that, but your passion, but that thing, it's, like, you, you kind of just, it's, like, you, you act off of instinct, like, you just do it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, I mean, it's hard. It's very hard. So... I was I mean I'm glad that I did it though I I think
0: that's oh no that's super inspiring because like I said you always hear these stories about people saying oh I'm gonna chase my dreams I'm gonna go to New York I'm gonna go to LA I'm gonna go to Miami and everybody's just like okay but I've never really you know seen a person do that somebody that was you know that's in this that's from this area and like I've said (laughs) you inspire a lot of women from here not only myself but a whole bunch others and to see you chase your dreams (laughs) (laughs) no seriously to see you chase your dreams and just you went out on a whim you were like oh well I got this internship well I'm moving to LA see like when you have a dream and you see yourself somewhere like you said it's, it's instinct you know right. like I feel as though if no one else <clears throat> takes that risk you have to you know right. when it comes to your passion you have to follow your gut nobody's gonna chase your dreams for you right and, and
1: that's what I felt like it was it was it just felt like nothing literally nothing was working out for me like I would I would just apply to jobs apply to internships apply to all this stuff and I just kept getting all these no's and I still didn't give up I was like you know what like God is preparing me for something bigger and better like I just have to keep my head up and just keep pushing and I think like any advice that I would have for like any young woman that has like a dream like chase it you know I feel like if that's what you truly want to do. You're going to do it. You know, you're not going to let anyone stop you. And before I went to L.A., like, I'm going to be completely honest. I was going to ship my car and fly. <laughs> but, but I had just bought a car. So yeah. I had to, like, do all the maintenance and stuff for it. It was, it's a used car. So I was like, dang, I could use that stack to either, like, put all new stuff in my car Or just to ship it. So I was just like, I'll just put it towards my car and just drive. And when I told my dad that he like flipped out, he was like, You're driving there. (laughs) Like my my mom was like, You're driving there? Like Oh my god. Yeah. So that's how bad I wanted it too. Like I drove. Like, I drove. Luckily I drove with a friend. I wasn't by myself. Mm -hmm. But I like drove. And it was the longest
0: drive. That's across the country. <laughs> it
1: was the longest drive. Like I, I think I was driving for like 10 hours. Oh my God. One time. Like, yeah, we would switch off. Like, it was like, I remember I fell like, I, I, felt like I was falling asleep and I had to pull over and we would switch off. Oh, lord! <laughs> I had like hurt my finger really bad too. And I, I was driving, like, I remember driving at like the middle of the night with like, my
0: finger in an ice cup like, oh Shot. my god <laughs> but listen like when you look back on this like you know that 10 hour 20 hour long drive and you only having a certain amount of money when you move you're gonna look back on this and laugh you know when you have yeah. that breaking moment in your career because I feel as though you're already there speaking of speaking of being already there you also just reached out to Ari Linux on twitter And it was one of those things where it was like, hey, I really want to style X, Y, and Z. Um, Everybody retweet this so it can get their attention. And it got that attention. And I saw her response. She was like, I would be honored. And I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. She's probably shaking in her boots right now. Like, that's crazy. I saw that. And I was like, oh, my
1: God. I was like, because I told myself. And I think that's like like, people always talk about power of tongue. Mm -hmm. Like, when I first moved here, I kept saying to myself, I'm going to style Ari Lennox. Like, that's going to be my first celebrity client. I'm going to make it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I just kept speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just keep speaking it into existence and, keep be- and and believe it. Right. And I feel like that's also, like, what I did before I came, to. I said, I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to be in L.A. Like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to get there. Like, so speaking, like, things that you want into existence really, really, really help, I think. Because people, we often doubt ourselves excuse me, we often doubt ourselves and I think when we kind of flip it are like, no, I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do this, like, I think that also helps a lot. You know, it it, it, it keeps you kinda of like going and, and 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 you'll start to do things that fall in line with that belief like, Okay, I I'm gonna to move to LA, I'm gonna do all these things to ensure that I get there, you know? Like right. that's what I feel like is is real. And you know, like, my mentor, um, I have a mentor named Karen, she's, um, actually getting her PhD in health medicine at Howard University, um, so she's amazing, she taught me to be audacious, she would say just be audacious, like, in anything that you do, like, um, interviews and, and, and your job resume, like, just know your worth and, and, and put yourself out there, and I think that's what's really helped me here, being here too, like, I've, ne- I've networked with so many amazing women, um, like, in the pinnacle of their careers, so, and just by talking to them, you know, just by, yeah. like, like fighting my anxiety, and, and and just putting myself out there, talking to them, telling them who I am, and and getting to know them, and, and their journey, so, um, that's kind of why I reached out to Ari Lennox, I was just like, you know what, what's the worst that I could lose by, by tweeting her, she might see it, she might not, but, like, you know, the power of social media in our generation has helped so many people, Absolutely. like, I think that's how Meg, the style stylist, I think that's how he got in contact with her, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And he was just featured, I think, in Essence magazine too. Like he was a a college student or he just graduated college. I think he just graduated from um, University of Texas, I think. But, um, you know, that's how he started his career. You know, just being audacious, putting yourself out there and, and believing in yourself. And I think that's what kind of helped me so you know, right now I'm like in contact with her management team and stuff. And so hopefully, you know, I'm excited for this opportunity. Um, and I'm, I'm excited, you know, like I felt like I came to LA for a reason and I'm, I'm fulfilling that, you know, that purpose.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: And I I think that's so important too. And I think that sometimes I know I had a friend that she um, and she's amazing. She started her own like hair uh, luxury hair company um, while she was in college, and I mean she's been doing so well with it. And I know sometimes we often doubt ourselves, and I know she, there's been times where she's doubted herself. But I think the best thing to do is just to keep going and being consistent, and like just knowing your self worth. Yes. Yes. You know?
0: I and I stand. think that's so important. I literally stand. I always like, I love the girl bosses that are from here. I don't know. It's, it's just a different type of feeling to see somebody yeah. who's from where you're from and to see them chase their dreams. I wish you nothing but the best because I thank know it's coming off so from a good place. You're so welcome. It's all coming from a good place. I've seen you trace your dreams, chase your dreams from years on end now. And, you know, just, just keep following your heart. And thank you so much for being on this episode.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. And, you know, it's amazing to see just all of the women from our area to like come together and, you know, create cool projects and inspire other women as well.
0: Absolutely. So thank you once again for being on this episode. Hopefully we can link up soon yes for sure and continue this <laughs> combo i might drive 20 hours to you never know <laughs> no i'm just kidding but thank you so much once again love for being on this episode and thank you so much ladies for tuning in to yet another episode of the womanland podcast you ladies will hear me next week on the womanland podcast only at soundcloud.com slash of Flynn peace have a great weekend guys